Welcome to the Stewie Show. It's me, Stuart, Stewie, Stu Stu, Allen, whatever you want to call me. Uh, episode 15 coming up for you. As always, I'd like to thank you for listening to me. And hopefully everything is cool in your life. If not, it's getting better. Life's nothing but a beautiful struggle at times. Uh, but we got plenty of bubble action to talk about today. And of course, a little bit of football talk. Uh, so we had some huge performances over the weekend. Dame had a 50-piece. Uh, Luca putting up my player numbers. TJ Warren putting on the show against the Lakers. Uh, Austin hooping like he back in high school in Orlando. Uh, Book still undefeated in the bubble. Uh, so let's talk about Luca. 36 points on 50% from the field. 14 rebounds, 19 assists, and two turnovers. I mean, just ball on the string uh, out there serving his teammates. Everybody saw the left-handed pass between his legs by Giannis uh, to his teammate for the dunk. I'm just scoring, rebounding. My player mode is always activated with him. And don't sleep on Porzingis had 26 and 11 boards. Uh, that's a nice dynamic duo as they grow. You got to watch out for the Mavs as they continue to get better. Uh, they beat the Bucks in overtime. Giannis fouled out in 33 minutes. But you know he had the usual 34 points, 13 boards, like they at the office. Uh, Bucks are looking like they'll have the Magic in the first round, while the Mavs are looking like they're locked in with the Clippers. Keep the theme going with big performances. The Blazers bounced back with the win against the shorthanded 76ers, who without all-star Ben Simmons and Embiid went down in the first half of their game yesterday. Uh, Dame had 51. Uh, they won, but they probably shouldn't have been that hard, especially seeing as they didn't have Ben or Embiid for most of the game. It literally took all of Dame's 51 points to pull it off. Um, he had a bounce-back game. Of course, he missed those two crucial free throws when he only needed one to tie, two to win. And, of course, Pat Bev and PG was going hard on him. That's always funny. Pat Bev, like, I, I rock with him side defender, but, man, he got to have the most mouth in the league. But he's an irritant. That's his role, and that's how he plays, and that's honestly what keeps him in the league. And, yeah, PG my dog, but, yeah, he kind of did J.U. last year, P. You already know what happened. Um, it spilled over in the social media, too, uh, taking jabs at each other, but nothing too hard, you know. Dame's kind of like an easy target for people. Seems like people like to mess with him. Um, but yeah, he's a walking bucket, and they're trying to get into that ace spot, even though Memphis still currently holds it. But the team, they may have to play for a uh, play-in game because they might end up with the ninth seed if the Grizzlies continue to fall. It may be the Suns. Uh, they continue to impress. 35.6 assists for Book. Combined with 18 points and 12 board from DeAndre Ayton uh, as the Suns beat the Heat. A uh, good solid win, 119-112. to 112. The Suns really look like a different team since the bubble started. And also, it's the invaluable experience they're gaining, especially with Book, like, leading the team. Like, of course, he's been the team leader, but, like, national TV spotlight kind of every night. Uh, just finally getting some credit and some shine, even though he's kind of been buried away in Phoenix. And also, they're doing it without probably the third best player in Kelly Oubre. So, they're doing real well. But I'm on Draymond's side with that. We got to get Book up out of Phoenix, man. Free that guy. Keep it going with the Suns. Former son, TJ Warren, still putting up numbers. Uh, 39-5 in the dub against the Lakers. Uh, he's playing really well, hitting tough clutch shots down the stretch. Uh, Bubble TJ Warren, Malcolm Brogdon, and Oladipo, they form a nice trio for the Pacers. Uh, it's looking like they'll face the Heat in the first round. Uh, TJ Warren versus Jimmy Butler. Hey, we remember what that is. Sign me up for it. Uh, for the Lakers, I'm just not sure what the bubble version of this team is. Uh, LeBron had a solid game, 31 points, 8 boards, and 7 assists. He came out on fire, especially in the first quarter. Uh, but then again, AD was held to single digits, 8 points in 35 minutes, another head-scratching performance from him. Um, that's not going to cut it at any level, especially if the Lakers are trying to win anything. Uh, that's that's a recipe for a blowout and possibly losing in the first round. LeBron having 31 and AD having 8 points. 
Um, but I'm reserved judgment for the Lakers until the playoffs start. Yeah, like I said, this is kind of LeBron's MO headed into the playoffs a lot of times. Speaking of TJ Warren versus Jimmy Butler, the Heat and the Pacers actually play tonight in a game that could help determine who's the four and who's the five seed. I'm not sure how much that'll matter since there's no real home court. But like I said, Bubble TJ versus Slim Jimmy, we definitely going to tune into that for a first-round series. Uh, the Grizzlies, they're still hanging on the 8th out west barely as they lost to the Raptors falling to 1-5 in the bubble. Uh, this team is limping right now, but kind of like with Phoenix, even though their experience is going different and they're winning. Um, it's still a good experience for John Moran and company, especially since they're super young. Uh, good learning experience. Even through the loss, you can still take something from it. Uh, Raptors just keep on rolling with their defense. Uh, although the Celtics had a good night against them Friday, um, the Raptors, they're just getting ready for the playoffs. It looks like they'll have what's left of the Nets in the first round, which should be a fairly easy win. Uh, if the Grizzlies make it, of course, they got the Lakers in the first round. Uh, the Celtics did go 2-0 over the weekend as they're gearing up for the playoffs as well. Kimba's still on the minute restriction and doesn't look like himself out there, but I'm sure he's still got some big-time moments coming in the playoffs. Uh, big shot taker, big shot maker. Uh, Tatum's a one-on-one bucket and just a great two-way player with his defense continuing to improve. Uh, he hit a beautiful fade over false down the stretch and in the clutch, and Hayward had a flashback game. He had 30 as well, a real nice game for him. Uh, Rockets put the Kings out of their misery. Austin Rivers had 41. Shout out to Duke. You already know Duke University. Uh, great for him. Great performance. There's no shortage of shots in D'Antoni's offense if he actually gets the minutes. So, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if he can put up a 20, 25-point game in the playoffs. Maybe not 41 because he probably won't get the amount of minutes and quite as many shots as he got since Westbrook didn't play. And, of course, Eric Gordon's out. But, hey, you never know. Harden did his thing, another 30-point near triple-double, 26-9 and nine for De'Aaron Fox. Much like Devin Booker, we're going to free De'Aaron Fox, too. Hashtag it, free De'Aaron until it's backwards. Get that man out of Sacramento. Uh, Oklahoma City, they won over the Wizards. West is just jumbled, but if the season ended today, the they'd have the Rockets in the first round. And, of course, the Wizards, they'd be headed back to D.C. Mo. Uh, but the Rockets would get the Thunder first round. You know CP3 would try and kill if that's the matchup they end up with. Against his former team, him and West, excuse me, him and Harden, a little bit of drama. I don't think Westbrook has any ill will to an OKC. So, and of course, the games are all in the bubble, so it's not like you're going to each other's home court. And then the Pelicans, they were eliminated as the Spurs got the win. Uh, mission get Zion to the playoffs, fail for the NBA. Um, but shout out to Rudy Gay and Demar Derozan. They still out there fighting for that eighth spot. So we'll slide over, go over our uh, daily MVP rankings. So at one, we got Luka Doncic. Uh, 33.4 points, 11.6 boards, 11.6 assists. I mean, what can you say? 33, 12, and 12. Uh, Devin Booker, undefeated Phoenix Suns, last undefeated team left. 29.4 points, 3.6 boards, 6.4 assists. Uh, everyone, probably including me, thought the Suns had no real shot when they got to the bubble. Look where we're sitting at now. TJ Warren at number three, 34.8 points, 6.6 boards, 2.4 assists. 1.6 steals and one block. Hey, it's Bubble Warren. James Harden at number four, 33.4 points, 7.6 boards, 8.6 assists, three steals and a block. James doing what James has been doing. Oh, he had a nasty mood the other night too. Uh, but yeah, hopefully we can see him in the finals at some point. Really would like to see James get there. And then Giannis, who's a regular season MVP, he comes in at five, 31 points, 12.8 boards, five assists and 1.6 blocks. So that'll round it out for the MVP in the basketball talk for today. So we got a little bit of college football news. 
Uh, biggest news from the weekend, MAC, the Mid-American Conference, a little bit of MACTION. That's what they're known for. They come on uh, weeknight, especially later in the season. And you can usually count on like a 40 to 30, uh, 55 to 49, some high-scoring games. usually pretty entertaining. Uh, but, yeah, they have shut down football, at least for the fall. It's been postponed. Uh, it looks like they're planning on trying to have a spring season. Um, it's pretty big news. I know that MAC isn't a Power 5 conference, but it's pretty respectable um, in the group of five conferences. Um, but it's probably just the first of many. Also, sources believe that the Pac-12 and the Big Ten are expected to be next to cancel. Um, some believe as soon as tomorrow. Uh, it's tough. No one wants to make that call to cancel, but you definitely don't want to be the last one. It's, got, it's like a tough situation. Like, who really wants to be the first one? But you definitely don't want to be the last one. Uh, there's a report coming out of the Big Ten that reportedly 12 out of the 14 presidents have voted against the fall season. Uh, Iowa and Nebraska are currently the only two pushing, according to reports I've read. Um, I know those are like, I guess we consider those flyover states or whatever. So I know Corona or COVID has been as bad there, but you just imagine what Iowa football and especially Nebraska football, corn Husker football, what that means to the economy of those states. Like, I mean, I know they got agriculture. That's number one for them, but college football is a big deal out there. It's like, there are no professional sports there. Um, but one thing we do know, the SEC is going to fight this to the end, no matter what, I'm seeing reports that they are believed to try and get like one-year deals with any ACC or Big 12 school they end up playing. Uh, so they, hey, you know what the football is in the South. It's religion to some people. Uh, so they're going to fight that to the very end. Uh, one, interesting to, one interesting thing to me is if the college football season isn't able to happen, this can kind of capitalize or be huge for the NFL that they can capitalize on uh, potentially being able to show games on Friday and Saturday. Uh, that could break all types of streaming records and viewership records. Um, the NFL, think about it. If you got every game coming on some form of national TV for every team during that weekend, like that does wonders. Because, you know, if you don't pay for a cable package with Red Zone or if you don't uh, subscribe to League, not League Pass, uh, Sunday Ticket, then you kind of stuck. Now, I know some of us, we just find a Reddit stream. You can watch Red Zone anyway. But the correct way, if you don't do any of that, you know, you kind of stuck watching whatever the regional 1 o'clock game is. And then hopefully, you know, if you're a Cowboy fan or something, you get to see them at 4.30. But, yeah, you lock to the two regional games uh, at 1. And then if they have another one, 4.15 or 4.30. So they could figure out a way to possibly, because that is a rule or actual law, that uh, antitrust law that NFL, they can't show – uh, games on Friday or Saturday on TV, or they actually can't have them uh, early on in the season anyway. Uh, it's basically to protect college and high school football. But, yeah, if they're able to pull that off, that could be pretty big for them. Um, but as always, I'm for the players and their safety. If it's no season, it's no season. It sucks for everyone involved uh, financially. Uh, just a lot of people aren't going to recover from it. But, hey, if it keeps people safe, it keeps people safe. But uh, that's about it for today. I appreciate you listening to me as always. Make sure you follow me on my social media, Twitter at me, the underscore three, M-E-T-H-E underscore three. Uh, also on Instagram at Alan H underscore three, A-L-A-N-H underscore three. Uh, talk to you tomorrow.